Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 119 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we're going to review <laughs> the pretentious, assholish reviews <laughs> of Creation and Death. Yes, <laughs> indeed we are. Because for some reason, this book brought up, brought out all of the pretentious, <laughs> all the crazies, all the crazies, and I don't oh, understand it. But I can't wait. Know. Yeah, Slash gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pretentious assholes. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, that's that's all the introduction. I think we need. Yeah, that's that speaks for itself. Okay, well, I'll read the first one, which AJ chose just for me. (laughs) So I'm interested to see what that's about. You know, I hear Tara's voice in my head when I see it. I was like, oh, yeah, this one, Tara needs to read. (laughs) Okay, here we go. One star. I am disappointed that Rob chooses to denigrate being a female. It is disturbing to hear from the female protagonist, Eve, that if she is ever concerned with her appearance, she requests that her husband put her down. So she would rather be dead than sound or look or be female or associated with anything feminine. For her mostly female audience, it must be disquieting at the very least that the author spits out this message from the mouth of the loved protagonist, no less. The author makes sweeping, judgmental statements about femininity and what it means to be a woman. Rob lacks creativity in distinguishing Eve as a focused and driven notice that these traits are non-gender specific. Uh, instead, she uses the, t- the trite concept that all other females are only interested in girly things, that is, frivolous things. Therefore, Rob is attempting the impossible, proving a negative, as in describing Eve as not something instead of who she is. This concept makes all other females viewed as less than and okay to denigrate. Except that they are victims that Eve rescues. So women are put down for being interested in female things, but it is certainly okay if they are the victims. The author has really mastered the mixed message about femininity and what it means to be female. (laughs) I don't think that means what you think it means. What? What the hell? (laughs) What? What? Well, we need the we need we need the Buddha gif. What? What? Right? Yeah. What? What? What are what? what? That does not mean what you think it means. I promise. Yeah. I I don't. I. What the? (laughs) So I'm like um, what? I, I I. Eve, it's not even saying what you're saying. She's saying here. No. And I'm trying to pull up the book so that I can look at it. I mean, I guess I could. I mean, I remember the scene. I don't know what it says word for word, but it's just. I guess yeah. I can. They I put just... a page number just in case yeah. any of the uh, listeners want to refer to the yeah, page, page number. Page 179, they, apparently. Uh, page 179. Yeah. Um, which, again, I, I she totally misread this whole thing. <laughs> I I don't first of all it's not well apparently it's not 179 in terms of the hardcover I guess she made up that page unless 
It's a lie. <laughs> you have the hardcover guy because I've got my. Hold on, I, I got my paperback right here. Um, yeah, no, that scene's not here. Okay, so um, hang on a second. I don't Let know me, where it is. I don't remember exactly where it is. I, like I said, I remember the scene. I don't know exactly what it says word for word. But okay, hang on a second. Okay, so um, I'm not really sure. They're talking about her being used as bait. Mm, right. And mm-hmm. um, she's, she says, the I, um, it was shuffling around in my head, the idea of me being a target. A lot of information and supposition was shuff- shuffling around in my head. And Rourke says, as I've marched along with you on this one for the past two days and three nights, I have a good understanding of how much is crowded in your head on this. And Eve says, yeah, but see, God, I'm becoming a woman even before the words come out of my mouth. And Rourke says, please, you must be stopped. And Eve says, I'm serious. The way women just nibble and gnaw at something, just can't let it alone. Any minute I'm going to start wondering which color lip dye works best with my complexion or my shoes. And Rourke says, I think we're safe from that. And Eve says, if I ever start going that way, put me down, okay? And Rourke says, my pleasure. (laughs) So I think... I think what she's talking is she's not talking about beef being female. If I ever no, become too girly, not. put me down. What she's saying is if I ever get to the point, like, and she's not wrong. Uh, most women will take the tiniest little thing and obsess over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what she's saying. It, it, and not even just the tiniest little important thing, like something that's yeah. not even important completely pointless yeah right and that's what she's saying like it she doesn't want to get to the point where she's taking things that aren't important and gnawing over it and and you know obsessing over it and into her what lip dye goes with your shoes is something that is unimportant and doesn't need to be obsessed over for her Mm -hmm. and you know Maybe she's looking at other women and going, why would you obsess over that? You know? Um, And maybe that's what that is supposed to mean. But I don't think that Nora is trying to give that message to women. Like, Hey, if you're the type of woman that obsesses over this, you know, you're a bad, you don't deserve to live. Yeah. You don't deserve to live or whatever. You know, it's again, it's, like it's Eve's personality that like, that's the kind of thing that Eve would say. Yeah. Right. That if you've read the books, you've established that. I don't know. Right. That. Right. I feel like this is really supposed to be one of those moments where you're supposed to go like, oh my God, Eve, seriously. You know, it's not so yeah. bad, but I don't, and I don't think that, what is the other thing she says? The author makes sweeping judgmental statements about femininity and what, what it means to be a woman. Uh, I don't. Does she? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think she does. Yeah. She does not. Um, she uses the trite concept that all other females are only interested in girly things. That is frivolous things. And that's. That's no. not. But you know what? I mean, the thing is, most women are. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. are, are, are interested in girly things. Yep. And there are women out there that look at most women interested in girly things and go like, 
really? I mean, that's what you're okay. No. Okay. And, yeah. I mean, I happen to be one of those. Like, I am not a girly girl, so right. Uh, you know, I I don't obsess over <laughs> shoes, and I don't understand how women obsess over shoes. I don't understand it. <laughs> but me saying like I don't understand it doesn't mean that I don't think women should be that way. Right. It just means that I don't personally understand it. Right. You know, Which makes sense to me as yeah. someone who feels the same way. Same. I obsess over certain types of shoes, but that's that's part uh-huh. of my job. That's fine. So. You know, I mean, I don't I don't understand it. But this okay. Well, no, it's part of my job. I gotta, you yeah. know. But no, I do thanks. a lot of educating on athletic shoes. Let me tell you what. Right. Well, <laughs> that's a different thing, and that makes sense because that's part of your job. Yeah. Right. You know, that would make sense to do that. I mean, it's, you know, for Eve, for somebody like me, it's a little bit different if you're, you know, obsessing over a pair of high heels that you're going to wear once to a club and then maybe not mm-hmm. ever again, but it goes I don't wear high heels, with this so one. I don't fucking care. Right. Right. Well, that's, that's the whole, the whole thing. Point, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you saying, I don't fucking care about that may to this person sound like, oh, so you know because i do like the bad bad person exactly yeah that's what she's trying to say (laughs) and the other thing it's it's saying is um well first of all so she would rather be dead than sound or look or be female or associated with anything feminine and that's not what that statement says at all no no (laughs) as a matter of fact i mean there are Uh, You could argue that there are many times in this series that she does, you know, I mean, she's getting more and more into understanding why Rourke wants wants her to wear certain things. Mm -hmm. And we've seen in her head a few times where she really likes this particular jacket or this, these Mm -hmm. shoes or, you know, boots particularly. She has a, she do like the, yeah, she likes boots. So calm the fuck down. And she wears dresses. She wears party dresses and stuff. And she never says, I'm not fucking wearing that. She wears it, understanding, you know, how good she looks in it. And it's, and if she doesn't want to wear it, it's not because it's girly. It's because, you know, well, where am I going to put my clutch piece? (laughs) You know, or my badge. She just doesn't understand women obsessing over that. That's the thing. Right. It doesn't have it doesn't it doesn't mean that she doesn't want to have anything to do with being female. That's incorrect. Right. Right. It just it's just saying that she doesn't understand women who obsess over it. Exactly. So this this other, you know, for her mostly female audience, it must be disquieting at the very least that the author spits out this message. No, because the rest of her fucking really, audience understands uh, what she's trying to say. Well, the rest Unlike, of us are, re- yeah. are rational human beings. Well, I wouldn't go that Instead far, of but. being triggered about every <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. You th- yeah. Those of us who are not girly girls, you know, feel like, oh, I can kind of relate. Yeah. So this person yeah. is making sweeping generalities about some exactly. of the rest of us yeah so don't, who are still women don't but who like don't, you know me right i just I, I just hate that people are always you know the author has mastered the mixed message about femininity and what it means to be female like i mean clearly this this hit a nerve 
for this person. Yeah. And she doesn't understand what it's like to be somebody that isn't female or girly and doesn't understand that. And now you're judging weird thing to be like, so I don't know. It's just such a weird thing to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, we should probably. Yep. Move on. Move on. 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 (laughs) Because we're going to have more to say about the next couple. Let me tell you. Yep. Yep. All right. Go for it, Jen. This one mine? (laughs) Yep. It's you. All right. One star. This was so boring. I've read many of Nora Roberts books before, but this was just an extremity of what her. (laughs) Sorry. That's a terrible (laughs) use of that word. Mm -hmm. Um, Of what her flaw is as a romance author. In her romance books, I am often left with some emptiness or apathy of the characters but she doesn't do a good job of writing about a character's emotions and internal struggles they are having. What? Yeah. Okay. That, what? Oh, okay. <sighs> All right. <laughs> there was never enough detail about what was happening at important points in the story. This book is a supreme example of that. It was basically just dialogue, dialogue with no emotions, slang words that nobody understands. Nobody understands. <laughs> Supposed NYC detective lingo, which was all wrong. Who says wit when all the abbreviated words, no one abbreviates cause of death unless it's on paper. Um, bullshit. And most <laughs> irritatingly, um, yeah, I'm in medicine. We say COD all the fucking time. Just nobody outside. says yeah. that Jen. No one. No, I know. <laughs> no Nobody. Gosh, didn't you read what they said? Most irritatingly, no death. I couldn't bring myself to even care about any of these characters. What's the point of reading a story if there's no feeling or connection that the reader feels for somebody? It's just people talking and that's about it. Okay, so let's break this down. Okay, for one Please thing, don't. this is obviously their first in-depth book. Because, okay. yeah, just the way they're, you know... Like, Please, like, please, please don't say shit like that. Come on. Right. Okay. Like, like I said, like, extremity. That's a terrible use of that word. It's not extremity. <laughs> An extremity is your arms or your legs, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. Okay. All right. So, and seriously, Nora Roberts is not good at emotions and internal struggles. What the actual fuck? Why are you I, saying that you've read her novels? Better. Nobody uh, is better than Nora did, at that. Did we not? Nobody. Okay, yeah. just me and Jen. Sorry, Tara, but um, uh, you would you would have if you were there too. If that we just read, what book was it? Um, Nightwork. Nightwork. Mm-hmm. And we were both talking about that chapter three that pretty much just killed us. Yeah. Because of all of the emotion. Mm-hmm. that she put into, into actually that. those yeah. first three chapters of those that first, book. Those first three chapters are, Had oh so my So much God. emotion that we just about yeah. died. You just about died. Yeah. How can you say, how so can good. you even say that about... And Tara, you need to read that one, by the way. Okay, so, yeah, your, I bought it. I haven't read it yet because, okay. you know, life. But here's yeah, the life. thing is that, like, this person just stated that they've read so many of her books. Right. Why are you still reading them if she can't do the thing you want her to do in your opinion? Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But also she's fucking wrong because right. nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. Nobody. I have read a lot of authors. Nobody does it better. Nora uh, is the best at eliciting emotions in a reader. Yes. 
I'm sorry. I so, the only the only time you. I can think that we also um reviewed the book before that, which again I'm blanking on. Oh, um yeah, um, I know what you mean. Yeah. But we reviewed it on the show, Jen and I, mm-hmm. and um that was the only book I think ever of Nora's mm-hmm. that I felt like I didn't connect with yeah. with the story yeah, or with that. the characters. Um but that having been said, I, I know that I'm in the minority because I know that mm-hmm. many people I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so but I think that you always under well, you know, I mean, in that one, sorry, I don't remember the the title, but was that, um, was that legacy? Maybe. No, no. I think it um, was. The one with okay, maybe. Yeah, because um, it was the one where she was um her mother was the um Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. her father her father killed her mother and she right. witnessed it and yeah. There was that whole point, even though I I personally felt like there was no connection for me, there was right. still that whole part with the the boyfriend and his his first wife dying and that mm-hmm. whole oh section. Oh my god, that was brutal. Was really brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this idea that Nora in her regular books can't even do that. How does how do we expect her to do it in these books? Like, and right. there are so many. I mean, how many times have personally have we all like teared up or cried? Something that happened in the in death books. Yeah, many, many, many. You know, yeah. Like torture. this last book was a sob fest. Like I cried yeah. so many fucking times in this book. <laughs> And I, you yeah. know, I usually will tear up or get emotional during one book, during each book, at least once. But this one, it was like, yeah, a barrage. I was like, <laughs> Whoa, stop it, stop it. <laughs> so I don't so, understand. Yeah. I don't understand how you can yeah. read these books and go like, there's never any emotion. Like, uh, what? right. What the fuck? And yeah. And to make it sound like, you know, her flaw as a romance writer is this. Yeah. N- no. No, her flaw as a romance not author is that she can't remember what she wrote two books ago, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but if anything, yeah. yeah, that's the flaw. If anything, that's yeah. her flaw. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Because she even she has said it a million times. Not every book is going to connect with every reader. Right. And that's okay. Right. She right. Gets but that. why are you still reading her stuff if you exactly. don't right. like it? Right. Exactly. That's just absolutely asinine to me. Agreed. Okay, so moving on with breaking it down. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I okay, I hate it when people use absolute statements about things. Like nobody understands this. Um right. Plenty of people do, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody uses this word. Yes, they do. Plenty of people. They're just pushing their ineptitudes on everyone else, is honestly. Right. Exactly. And no depth, really? Okay, if that's what you think, cool, whatever. Dumb, stupid, dumb. But just, yeah. What's the point of reading a story if there's no feeling or connection that the reader feels for someone? Okay, maybe you didn't feel a connection, and that's cool. But a lot of other people did. How do you get through this book and not feel a connection to Ariel? I have no idea. No idea. This is one of the most emotional books in the series. Yes. Yeah. I don't reread it very often because it's such a hard read, but. Yeah. yeah, it's emotional as hell. Yeah. As far as case stuff goes, you know, yeah. there's other books I think that are more emotional, like Innocent, but that's more about the personal side. Right. 
Yeah. But as far as cases go, this is one of the more emotional ones. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, like I said, I hate it when people use those sweeping generalizations. Nobody likes this. Nobody does this. No, it's like, well, fuck yeah. um, you don't yeah, know. No. You don't. Or right. maybe you don't understand it. Okay, that's fine. So say that. You yeah. don't say nobody. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> off, <Yeah>. motherfucker. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yeah. Ooh. All right. Yeah, because I think we're going to have a lot to say about this next one. You yeah. go, AJ. <laughs> there we go. One star. Quite frankly, I'm embarrassed for J.D. Rob Nora Roberts. This is quite possibly the most ridiculously written book posing as a suspense novel that I have ever read. Rob's quote-unquote grasp of the world in 2060 is laughable and is limited to overuse of the word E-fill-in-the-blank. A link, which is basically a Blackberry available to in the early 2000s, Running probabilities. Haven't we been able to do this since statistics were discovered? Tubes of soft drinks rather than cans, bottles, and an auto chef. Oh, and a droid butler here and there. Uh, her dialogue is ludicrous. Rourke is presented as this silly, fawning, codependent relationship, and Eve wears the pants. I don't care about any of the people because I couldn't get past the irritating and lame plot. I will never read an another one of her books. Do not waste your time on this series. Frankly, I'm embarrassed for whoever the fuck wrote this right. terrible Same. review Same. that's not. Also, and also, can I just like say that you... <laughs> Her grasp of the world in 2060 is laughable. Um, I'm sorry, have you been to 2060? Right, so I was she's just wrong. Say that. Where are right. all these people getting the time machines to right. go to 2060? Exactly. Especially <laughs> since I wish what's going to happen. I wish I would have looked up the year that this was written because the fact that this person is unironically complaining about her not knowing what the future is going to be like, while also saying something about blackberries. <laughs> which aren't even a thing anymore and this right. person you didn't even know enough about the future to know that in 2022 uh blackberries Black weren't even gonna really be a thing exist. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm really disappointed in your grasp of the future sir or madam yeah absolutely uh, you moron <laughs> And why, you know, and the overuse of the word E fill in the blank. And it's like, um, okay, but here in 2022, which is the future from where you are, a lot of things are named E something or I right. something. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I, <laughs> it's craziness to me that this person is like ridiculous. running probabilities. What, Haven't we been able to do this? Even, that is the dumbest complaint I have ever seen. The dumbest. Right? Like, you're going to nitpick that? Yeah. I mean, sure. Of course that we've been able to do that. So what? Nobody is presenting it as, oh, this is a new thing we do in the future. No. Yeah. No. No. It's yeah. No one's doing work. that. It's what cops do. Yeah. Hello. It's just in the future, we have these computers that makes it easier, you know? Which, oh my God, I bet you we would now too. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's all she's trying to say. She's not trying to say that. 
It's vastly different. She's just and her dialogue oh is ludicrous. Rourke is presented as this silly, fawning, codependent relationship. Really? And Eve wears the pants. Really? I mean, clearly he, this person, he or she, has not read. All I'm of assuming the books. it's a he, just the way it's written. Probably. I think it's a he. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, can't possibly because- be okay with a man who. You know, you know, loves his wife. To a, yeah, her. to a man who loves his wife, yeah. isn't cheating on her, and, you know, is married to a woman who isn't at his beck and yeah. call and his slave. I right. Mean, fuck them. <laughs> 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 fuck you, if dude. You, if you, like, <laughs> think in your head about how great your wife is, then you're just this silly, fawning caricature of a man. What is wrong with you? Apparently. It's out of control, honestly. It really is. I don't understand uh, why you would be like that. I don't know. Don't be like that. Don't be like this reviewer, <laughs> listeners. Not that you ever would be. Well, you're better than that. This person saying they never will read another one of her books. Do not waste That's your time it. on this. Like, Sucks don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Enjoy not reading her books. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, Tara. Here's another one that I heard. Are you Tara's ready for this one? Head. Listen, yeah. you know I have I have a fly in here and it's <laughs> distracting me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> here we go. Okay, one star. Hated it. Too many names. Never know who's talking. Too technical. Profanity. Gross. Quit. Did not read past page 40. I have a suggestion. Stop <laughs> reading. Anything. Well, they did at page 40. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just don't even try to read things because you clearly can't handle it. They got to page 40. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many names. Too many names already by page 40. Why are, why are you reading fiction? Too many names? How many... Were there more names in this book than normal? Because I don't feel like there were. Yeah. No. Too What's many, that? too many names. I need pictures and puppets. Please help yeah. me. Yeah. Just, just go back to your picture book, you fucker. Um, just F- well, yeah, profanity. I, I, I don't what. know Gross. if they're, I don't know if they were reading the hardcover or the um, paperback, but um, page 40 of the hardcover is like halfway through chapter three. Oh my god! So they had barely where my they had barely gotten well. They had gotten to um, the the first uh, the first victim at uh, at the morgue. They're all going oh to god. see the first yeah. victim. At like, the oh. okay, yeah, and wow! Already they're like too many names, too much profanity, gross. Too difficult to read. Oh, wait. Too what? difficult to read. I don't know. Reading Just is hard. One star. <laughs> okay, dude. Fine. The fuck out. Whatever. Good. Don't read it. I'm glad you Goodbye. stopped at page 40. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two stars. In... All but one other Eve Dallas books. That's plural. Books. <laughs> the first thing she would request is surveillance tapes. 
since the killer brought all his props from Rourke's businesses, you know that I'm. That I don't. I don't I'm, know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. X places had cameras, yet Eve never once requested to see them. Well, while the book was fairly well written, I couldn't get past that little slip, especially when I was constantly reminded how Eve is the greatest cop who ever lived. The series is starting to wear thin. Oh Eve is starting God. to be a caricature of herself. She's so rude when it, in most cases it's unnecessary. Being a cop doesn't being a good cop doesn't mean you have to be mean and rude to everyone you speak to. He's back on that. Well, I you know, first of all, I I this person is not necessarily wrong because yeah, they could have looked at the tapes. They do mention on, the tapes a few times, though, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They but, try and get the tapes from, like, the club and from the store, but, like, right. a lot of them were, like, already overridden or... That's the thing. Yeah. You know, you, you have to take that into account. Like, when... Yeah. When does it overwrite? And he's going to buy the products before and he you don't starts. Know when he, you don't know when he was in there. Right. Especially with, like, the club where he was dancing with Serafina or, you know... Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, well, you so, know, had had that been the first had that been the first thing she did in this book, someone else would have been like, yeah. And then Eve just does the same thing every time and asks right. for surveillance right. tapes. Like, right. we are not here to please you, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> you know, like this review is just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just exactly. But you don't you don't even know like I mean obviously in the book that they've said uh, several times that this guy changed his, his appearance. So you don't you don't even know if he would look like he's supposed to look in a surveillance tape and then it wouldn't matter anyway. You know? So there's that. So should I read the next one? It's very long. Yeah. Have fun. Right. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> let's go two stars this is the first and last novel i will ever there's a lot of first and lasts in this in this episode uh, a lot this, of fucking quitters here i know right stop being a bunch of quitters <laughs> fucking quitters <laughs> this is the first and last novel i will ever read by nora roberts it is possible she may be it what <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, just no, came out. I was just like, congratulations, fuckers. <laughs> so proud of you. It God, is possible people. that she may be a decent romance novelist, but oh, since I don't fuck. read that stuff, I will never know. But as a <laughs> crime suspense novelist, there are hundreds and hundreds better. Oh my God. The most interesting oh character God. in this novel, the serial killer her, himself, was given a grand total of maybe four or five pages until the end. So much of the first two-thirds of the book concerned characters pursuing e-files that it became laborious to read. I realize like it's... this for view? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realize it's time-consuming grunt work to actually solve a crime, but a little more attention should have been given to the actual crime to at least make the first two-thirds of the book more interesting to read. This guy's a, a nutcase if he just wants to read about the killer. 
like and what the killer's doing, I I would that's a yeah. red flag to me, if you ask me. Oh no. Yeah. You get it. And Nora Roberts' attempts to make Eve witty are embarrassing. Uh, and then in parentheses, since I don't have the book in front of me, forgive me if the following quote is not perfectly <sighs> word for word. One scene involves Eve passing some male cops near the elevator after she was bitten by a petty thief she had chased and apprehended. A male cop joked, hey, Dallas, Eve. I hear you got bitten by a perp and now he has rabies to which Eve replies. I hear you spent time with an LC, a call girl. And now she's got a case of the clap. Uh, 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 Beavis and butthead laughter. Nora must've been laughter, but all right. (laughs) I might've done it wrong. Okay. No, Um, you didn't. That's how it's spelled out. Okay. It's, <laughs> yeah. Why do you know that? <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't everybody? I, I grew up in the Shut up. Anyway, I wasn't allowed to watch that. <laughs> so that's when you sneak and watch it anyway. I know. I think I just wasn't it was, yeah. wasn't interested. Apparently. Okay. So, uh, um. Nora must have been reading the bathroom stalls and metro stations to come up with that <laughs> knee slapper. God. I hate to break it to you, Nora. I've known many police officers in my life, and they are far more clever than that. Oh, oh honey, I, I doubt it. I doubt it very seriously, but okay. Almost as bad are the scenes Jesus. where Eve becomes, quote unquote, upset with Rourke. The reasons are so contrived and the dialogue gets so fake and the disagreements are resolved so quickly. It makes me want to throw the book across the room. It's clear Nora has no clue what an actual argument in a healthy marriage is like. Oh, honey, I bet she does. Oh, I bet she does. What? Having been married for how many years now? She knows. On her second marriage. Yeah. So she knows yeah. what a you know yeah. what an argument's like in a marriage, trust me. Yeah. And Rourke is simply too fawning. Here's another dude that's like, he's too fawning. Um <laughs> Yeah. And Rourke is simply too fawning and too patient and too understanding and too adoring. And so strong when he has to be, and so romantic. Oh my, this guy's like, you know, yeah. feeling some who jealousy you, feeling. Who Thank hurt you. Who hurt you? Show us on the doll who hurts you. I'm sorry about your tiny penis. Right? Exactly. I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I'm just, I'm now I'm like, oh, upset. Um, Oh my God. uh, So where did I leave off? Um, And so romantic and on and on and on to be believable. His character more than any other reminds us that the author writing the book is actually a trash romance novelist. I don't know anyone in real life like him. And I don't believe anybody does like your, your life sounds really sad. And it sounds like you're miserable in your love life. 
that's You're what it sounds a miserable like. Dick. You don't yeah. have and one. you have a tiny dick. You have a tiny dick. And yeah. Yeah. When I finally reached the climax of the book, without spoiling anything, it seemed to end too quickly. Eve was in danger, but got out very quickly and conveniently. Again, way too contrived to be believable. It's like, well, it's fiction, dude, so stop. <laughs> I'm giving this book two stars because at least I finished it. The serial killer was somewhat interesting. And Nora should... <laughs> And Nora yeah, should have. Uh, you're, are you taking tips, dude? Because it really fucking seems like it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's angry at his dick. small penis. And so, yeah, he is his taking notes dick. about how to yes. become a serial killer. So. Exactly. And Nora should have let us peer a little more into his twisted world in yeah. the book. That's no. why people read crime novels. Oh, for fuck's no, sake. Not really. But I certainly didn't like the book enough to ever pick up another Roberts novel. I should have seen the signs before I read it. Cranking out 120 plus novels in a career, when the career is far from over, quality is bound to suffer. Okay, so this guy said in like his first sentence that he is a, uh, whatever, some sort of thriller, crime suspense novelist or whatever. Uh-huh. You could literally not pay me enough to read a fucking thing this guy's written. No, not a mil- not. And let me this, let me just say something. Oh, go uh, ahead, Tara. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say this like attempt at being like clever and pithy and whatever like fucking review here was the most condescending bullshit ever. Yeah. And also, and, yeah. like, who are you? Because Nora Roberts has written 120 plus novels, yeah. so fuck oh, right off. Exactly. <laughs> and here, so if you open the first flap of the paperback copy, there's mm-hmm. an entire, like, fucking grouping of, let's see, what does this say? All the elements of a terrific police procedural coupled with gut searing drama and in your face characters. David Baldacci. What? JD Rob. J.D. Robb's in-death novels are can't-miss pleasures. Harlan Coben. A witty, dark, pinch-turning tale of futuristic crime-fighting. Raymond, Raymond Chandler meets Blade Runner meets The Silence of the La- Lambs. Jonathan Kellerman. Oh, those, those are real novelists, by the way. Yeah. I'm like this fucker. Creation in Death <laughs> is an authentic page-turner with Eve Dallas. Tough as nails and still sexy as hell. Pitted against one of the year's creepiest villains. Mr. Stephen King, anchored well, by terrific characters, sudden twists that spin the whole narrative on a dime, and a thrills to chills ration that will ration that will raise the neck hairs of even the most jaded reader. The J.D. Robb books are the epitome of great popular fiction. Dennis Lehane, a taut, nerve-jangling thriller. Ridley Pearson. So, Mr. Um, Crime suspense novelist, you can fuck right off because I guarantee none of those guys are giving you reviews like that. Just reading your shit. Fuck you. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean the and the the whole thing where he's like, I've known plenty of cops, and they don't say shit like that. I'm Um, like, okay. Um. I've known plenty of cops too, yeah. and trust me, they're not that witty. Yeah, most of them are dicks. Exactly, but okay. Yeah, and he and this person clearly wouldn't know anything about you know 
good or bad marital status. Know anything about he's clearly single. He's as clearly fuck. just got a tiny penis and lives in his mom's basement, and he's hacking out reviews about things that piss him <laughs> off because you know he can't he can't have nice things. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, I mean, just fuck off, dude. Wow. Oh, I cannot. <laughs> I did. I cannot. Uh, there's not even words for this. No, there are no words. No. And uh, yeah, I. All these dudes that are like, oh, you know, because she's a romance writer, she writes trash yeah. romance. Trash like, romance. Yeah. You yeah know fuck what? you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Stop judging. Zero idea. Yeah. Zero idea. What the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> God, it's the most ridiculous thing. Mother, oh, out of control. (sighs) I just want to. I want to. I'm feeling very stabby right now. I want to find this person and murder them. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling very stabby (laughs) is my new favorite. Well, I would be doing the world a favor because obviously he wants to become a serial killer. Okay. Well, you're not. Yeah, that's. I'm like real uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. shouldn't shouldn't there be some sort of flag on this and someone be like, I found this IP, because honestly, I'm go this house I feel like we've spent this guy. We've spent way too much time with the killer, to be honest, because it was yeah, pretty gruesome. Too. We spent um, a lot more time with this killer than we do with most of them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it was very uncomfortable. So and that's the idea why this that is a hard read. More, yeah. Right. The fact that he wants right. more is just it's unsettling. I'm sorry. It's because he's a fucking psychopath. Uh yeah. Obviously. Apparently. Wow. So Okay. Tara, here we go. Okay. Jesus. Wow. Sorry, I'm still recovering. Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I ran to the bookstore Tuesday night to pick up this book. I've read all of them and I was disappointed. It was almost like no thought went into this book and come on as much as I like that Eve and her husband can work together. It's better when he's not so damn my cop crap. What? Okay. Uh, I was really disappointed, but anxiously awaiting the next, maybe it's time to put an end to the series, make Eve a mother and marry off. She body and end it. Okay. You're stupid. but whatever. Okay. Bye-bye. I mean, that that's like the most pointless review I've ever seen. Uh, well, um, there are contenders not. from previous books, but yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Why? That's just, There's all of these, you know, looking at the first reviewer talking about how Nora denigrates females and, you know, judgy in that way. But, you know, does anybody say anything about these, all of these people that's like, you know, she should just have a baby already. Like, Right, yeah. right. What? No kidding. Not every no, female has no. a baby. Not every female wants to have a baby. You don't have right. to have a baby as a female. Why are you just assuming that she should? You know, obviously it's going to happen. So she should just do it and get it over with, so we can all get on with our lives or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just do not understand. It's just dumb. People. I don't know. People <gasps> are dumb. <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> yeah, dumb. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, dumb. All right. 
two stars. Even before I had read a single page from the book, I was prejudiced. Well, that's a great start. I couldn't help it, as the book had so many stereotypes, which I had not only come to loathe, but absolutely hate. Those were, one, serial killer who has a media-provided nickname. Two, female lead with husband as sidekick. Three, lots and lots and lots of police personnel along with their names. Romance not four, romance novelists writing crime fiction. So I am frightened of serial killers with nicknames, not because they might get me, but because of the fact that by the end, it always comes down to the fact that one, they belong to the upper echelons of society. Two, they went wacko because of some naughty things done by a family relative. Most of the time, it's either wife or stepmother slash mother. Three, they chose their victims without any motive. Four, they were given absurd nicknames by the media. Of all those are the most irritating is the fact that they have no motive whatsoever for killing the victims. A crime story without a motive is, yes, you got it right, boring. Um, So are pointless lists, but go on. Yeah. (laughs) I am not a sexist. Oh, yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) And I enjoy feisty female lead characters, but not someone whose husband tags along everywhere she goes, looks over her like a mother, always nudging her to eat and rest, and pepping her up when she is down. Yes, they pepped once in the book while the investigation was going on. Sorry, Eve Dallas, it's nothing personal, but you are no Kinsey or Tuppence, and you've got cliche and stereotype written all over you, right from your dialogues down to your attitude. But you are definitely better and more entertaining than a certain Adam Danglish and his poems. What the fuck? I don't... I have no idea. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but... Now, look at Jack Reacher or Inspector Morse. Do they need an army to solve a crime? No. While the former relies on his fists, legs, and brains to do the job, the latter has Lewis to do the legwork and his brains to do the thinking for him. And that's the reason you see that they and their readers never gets confused. What happened with this book was, by the half of it, I was having difficulty in keeping tabs on the names of the people for the law and against the law. So confusing and boring! And lastly, I have had my brush with Tammy Hogg and her crime novels, quote-unquote, so I am well aware what can happen with a, when a romance novelist starts writing crime fiction. Ugh. Enough said. But having Jesus. said all this, I should I should mention that the book was fast. Yes, the pace was good enough to not let those prejudices to hamper my reading. Well, anything is better than a P.D. James novel. The only thing that which stopped me from giving this book a three-star rating instead of a 2.5 is the ending. The ending is a way disappointed me. The ending yep, is the way it disappointed me. I do. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's the way they're set and freeze. Had it been a bit tighter, it would have pleased me, and I would have happily gifted it a three star rating. Oh. It would have pleased me. He would have given a gift and more perfectly, and <laughs> it would be pleasing to me because <laughs> then Why? it deserved the three star rating, <laughs> but it was not pleasing to me. So it It sounds like this is the the typical thing that this guy says whenever, you know, any, any part of his sex life disappoints somebody like, well, if it had been tighter, it would have pleased me. (laughs) 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 It's your fault. It's your fault it wasn't good. <laughs> but, um, oh that's what she God. said. 
Uh, oh my god! And using pepping as a euphemism for doing it. Fuck right. off, dude. I mean, really? Yes, they pepped once in this. While the investigation was going on, <laughs> dude, they're, they're married. married. They can pep whenever they fucking want to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. Not like they were actively working the case. They were in bed and right. was in the shower. But still. They weren't at Cop they Central. They weren't at Cop Central. I mean, granted, they have right. done that before, but not in this Which, book. Yeah. Again, we will discuss when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many issues with that. I mean, <sighs> and this Please whole thing. Um, all the, why, the, his, why is no one capable of following characters? I, Suddenly I there are too many characters in a fucking book? Yeah. Well, again, what are I, you reading? These people that are complaining about too many characters are first time readers. And that's what I'm getting from their right. reviews. But come on. It's not that hard okay, to follow. It's not no. that hard to follow. No. It's not. Also, this, this like whole thing where, first of all, like, you're calling this book out for being boring, and yet your entire review was basically an essay about all the crime novels you've read and all of the other, you know, uh, detective stories that you like. I don't care. Bored. I don't want to read about Jack Reacher or Inspector Morse right. and Bored. how they can. Yeah, like also like how. Bored. I, how can you? How can you solve a? A case without having other people involved. Yeah. Like, look at Jack Reacher. That's what that's right. what cops do. Yeah, that's right? what Eve, Eve has. Uh, there are cops that work with her. She doesn't do everything herself. Yeah, I feel like that would be boring as fuck. Yeah, like, well, I'd be like watching this like one person be like magically able to handle everything. Right. Yeah, that would be without any I mean, pepping. No pepping. Yeah. No pepping. Yeah, no pepping. pepping or anything. No pepping from your husband while working the case. It is forbidden. That does not please this reviewer. Yeah. Y'all. It's and not okay. These these lists that they've got, you know. For those all, are their lists of like things they ap- absolutely hate. Serial killer who has a media provided nickname. Um I'm sorry, but don't most serial killers in real life have media given nicknames? Mm-hmm. Even if we know their yeah, name. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if they belong to the upper echelons of the society or not. Right. Nope. Um, another thing, female lead with husband as sidekick, because we all know that it's husband lead with female sidekick right of that's course. how it's supposed to be in real that's life it, guys he is not a sexist did you not oh, read this fucking right. review sorry not sorry. A thank goodness he told us he wasn't <laughs> he would a sexist. not be pleased by our review of his review mm. oh, well he can fuck right guys off. we are not pleasing him he would give yeah, us a but, one star and that but, would never be an intention of mine thanks bye uh yeah no. <laughs> i'm sad i'm not pleasing him no, I'm not. <laughs> His existence displeases me, honestly. His existence displeases me. Why? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. But yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of serial killers belong to the upper echelons of society. Not all of them. They have they have the means and opportunities to be serial killers, right. honestly. Like was part of aristocracy i mean he was well, like that's, that's one of the theories that's yeah. one of the theories but um and also 
they went wacko because some naughty things done by a family relative. And usually it's a stepmother or mother. Yeah. Guess what? Statistically, that's how it is. What? No, that's just a trope, AJ. It's just a trope. That's not actual science. It's just a trope. (laughs) Yeah. This man is displeased and therefore what he writes has to be true. Right. Got it? (laughs) So much bullshit. (laughs) I I don't know. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So bad. So is the next one mine? Yep. Yes. Three stars. Creation and death is perhaps the least satisfying in-death book that I have read or listened to. I started the in-death series in 2011, mostly listening and sometimes reading them. At first, I gobbled them up. But recently, I've been listening only a, to only a few a year. Since Rob writes at least two a year, I'm not catching up. However, I've been finding them less and less enjoyable. Creation and Death is number 25 in the series, and I have not rated one as high as four stars since book 20. It is more violent than most of the previous books, but that didn't bother me very much. Rather, I just did not connect to Eve Dallas or care about her investigation. If the next few books do not grab me, I will drop this series as there are many other police procedurals which I haven't had time for that could take their place. All the elements of a standard Eve Dallas book are here. The characters we've read about before and the detailed sex encounters. Perhaps the problem is the lack of character development or growth in this title. Rob seems to be using her stock characters merely to further her plot. For example, it was not reasonable that Dr. Mira would guess the identity of the next victim so early, or that Trina might have been a potential victim. Dallas's decision to interfere with the justice system near the end bothered me. It is the kind of behavior that sometimes happens in police departments, and it gives them a bad name. Dallas's behavior, if this was a true story, was very inappropriate. So at the time, we talked about that, how many people were really pissed off at the end. Mm -hmm. And here's one of those people. Yep. But what I don't understand is... Why is it not reasonable that Mira would guess the identity? First of all, she didn't guess. No. She didn't guess. She was trying to reach her. Right. And couldn't. That was the entire point of contacting the women. Right. She was given a list of names of people to contact. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole point. And she couldn't get a hold of her. That was why she was worried about it. And so they followed up. She sat in her office and went, Hmm. And just pulled out a name. Yeah. Out yeah. a name. And was like, I guess yeah. Ariel Greenfield <laughs> is the next victim. You know, Dr. Mira is quite skilled. However, she that is, is not how that went. That's not uh, how that she went. Must have so, she's got access to the time machine, you guys. She just went ahead mm. in time. Oh, who has right. the time machine? Yeah. Mira. Mira has the time Mira's machine. Got the time machine. It's her. We need a, we need a t-shirt with like mirror in front of the TARDIS now. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, we need we need a, a 
a t-shirt with Nora in front of the TARDIS because, yes. you know, I'm, I'm finally going to the future to see. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to go um, make sure that there aren't actually jetpacks <laughs> because I didn't put them in the one book. I need to make sure. Oh, shit, yeah, there she's- are. What am I going to do? God damn it. I'm <laughs> like, a lie. There's jetpacks in the future. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what that's oh what it is. It, it's a picture of a TARDIS with Nora running out, and the little talk bubble says there are jetpacks in the future. <laughs> <laughs> with a notepad, like she's taking notes. <laughs> I I was talking to one of my friends about that review, and they were like, "Well." Just because you don't see them in New York doesn't mean that they aren't there. <laughs> they don't exist. Why the fuck would they be allowed exactly. in New York City? That's right? dangerous. And I right. was like, yeah, Nora didn't necessarily not include jetpacks, but they're in New York. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. That is exactly. fucking dangerous. That, that is a great explanation right there. I love it. So yes. they know what's up. My yeah. friends are smart. <laughs> um, Jesus. Also, apparently not reasonable that Trina might have been a potential victim why that's completely unreasonable i don't know why wouldn't she right who works for rourke at that time she looked like the kind of guy uh, a woman that this guy would be interested in why wouldn't she yep i don't know Uh, yeah that's one that i'm just like that Mm. (laughs) people piss me off um yeah i just like you know either people are pissed because there's too many characters to follow or they're pissed when you take one of the characters you already know about and try to give them something else central to the plot to think about right introducing you to someone else because then what would you do then you have another character you can't follow because you're dumb and you don't like to read more than four characters in a goddamn book (laughs) yeah Please never try to read Tolkien. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Exactly. So, okay. Tara, I think this next one is yours. Oh, okay. Sorry, I went on one of my rants. It's long. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Three stars. I have read many Nora Roberts books and thought I'd give the J.D. Robb in death books a try. I found the audio CDs on sale. Cheap, why not? I also followed along with the ebook, switching back and forth. I really wanted to like this book. I wanted to like it enough to read the entire series, but alas, despite the many strong points, I found it wholly unbelievable. It pushed fiction to the brink of falling off a flat earth. It is touted, it's touted as being futuristic. By this time, we have colonized outside Earth. We are still chasing criminals using police cars and clacking away at keyboards to hack outrageously sophisticated systems. And she's married to a billionaire and and goes to work every day for cops wage for a cop's wage and gets shot at. Is this her idea of fun or is she so driven to be independent that she grasps at a hugely dangerous profession? And her billionaire husband follows her to work and even helps her on cases as he languishes at home. Doesn't keep it, doesn't keeping his billions keep him busy enough. And the gratuitous, gratuitous sex scenes. Really? I don't need to hear about Rourke's throbbing desire or her engorged nipples in the middle of my serial killer breakfast. 
Yuck. Oh my, I could go on with this. With the, uh, I can go on with the and, 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 but I won't. Suffice it Thank to you. say, I cannot even stretch fiction far enough to justify this offering. On the other hand, if this were in, in the context of a real police procedural, it probably would have been quite good. The plot was very engaging, if not somewhat gory, as serial killers tend to be. Here's a guy who surfaces for the second time in futuristic NYC, kidnapping, torturing, and ultimately killing average, everyday, slender women with brown hair. Throw in someone who doesn't fit the profile in the chase to identify and find this sicko is on. If this is to be believed, somehow in a mere 40 years, we will be able to pull up identical or very close profiles of every single crime ever committed globally resembling a particular profile. So the victim pool jumps from a handful to almost 30 and committed over a span of years by someone who must be at least 70 by the time of these murders. Even despite that, it was fast paced and believable if left out of the context of Eve's personal life and the futuristic NYC. Most of the dialogue was gritty and believable, and I did enjoy the story. I just couldn't buy into it. Even as J.D. Robb, Roberts is a great storyteller. Not the best, but still good. I just can't give this more than three stars no matter how much I wish I could. Uh, Are you dizzy from the seesaw at the end of that review? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's right. so unbelievable, okay. but it's believable. Okay, A. Right. Nora has never, ever, ever once said anything about Eve's and Gorge nipples. She right? has never, <laughs> ever, ever once called Rourke's cock his throbbing desire. <laughs> <laughs> where like fuck what is that books are you from? reading what where books is that are coming you reading? from well uh, that is coming from the typical thing that somebody thinks if they don't read romance that clearly romance in- includes engorged nipples and throbbing desires but obviously she read the book that's not what i mean happened. she must have still- not <laughs> she reads Nora roberts Right. What the fuck? Like, like there's not gratuitous sex scenes? Right. There's not any more sex in this series than in a regular Nora Roberts book. No. There's just not. There's not. I, 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 don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. And like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this whole idea that Eve should like quit her job because she married a billionaire. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Well, it makes no sense that somebody that marries a billionaire wouldn't quit their cop job. Obviously. And like, what Obviously. the fuck is she supposed to do then? Yeah. yeah. Sit around the house and eat bonbons? Be a trophy wife. Like, I mean, she that, would be kind of sounds fun. Really but, bored <laughs> with that right? pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can yeah. do that for like a week and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could probably do it for more than a week. But <laughs> I Eve. Probably. I would not. But, I mean, yeah. Especially <laughs> Eve. Who isn't interested in, you know, traveling, really? Like, that's what I would right. do with that money. But. but here's the thing. If they were like, if she, like, quit her cop job, and then she and Rourke were traveling all the time, then this person would still have this complaint about, doesn't Rourke need to work and, you know. Right. Earn his billions. Isn't he busy, busy enough with his billions? And like, I just... Yeah. And yeah, again, it's unbelievable. Well, guess what? It's fiction set in the fucking future. Fiction. You don't need but, to believe it. It's a story. Be entertained, goddammit! <laughs> Jesus! But, or stop Jen, reading. Yes, it's futuristic, but by this time, um, 
we are still chasing criminals using police cars. <laughs> How do you want us to chase criminals? Please, right? please I'm answer sorry. that. Do you with feel a jetpack, like- Tara? Obviously. <laughs> Jeez. So you Pop, feel like you? 35, 40 years from now, we're not going to be using cars in any iterate. Like, there's going to be no nothing that would even be close to a car. Is that what they're saying? Uh, they we must ha- currently have the TARDIS. Something without so tires, or what? Are, what are they? What are they complaining about? Like that they don't like that their cars have tires. I don't know. <laughs> if their cars have tires. She never said that, right? It's it's a car. I mean, you're still going to call something a car. I don't understand. Like what? What do you think the future looks like? Right. What? I, I don't. You know. It's like somebody in the 50s said, well, we're all going to have flying cars, clearly, by that time. Oh, yeah. If you had written this book in the 50s and there's still cars, people would sit there and go like, well, that's ridiculous, <laughs> right, in the 50s. But, you know, now it's like almost mm-hmm. how many years later? And we still don't have flying cars. Right. Exactly. You think that's going to happen in another 30, 40 years? I don't have that. I don't, I don't, I don't have, have a time machine. Okay. Yeah. Nora no. doesn't have a time machine. Yes, she does. She has and they're still clacking away at keyboards <laughs> to hack outrageously sophisticated systems. Like, I, yeah. 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 What else are they supposed what to do? What else, how else need. are they going to do it? Well, they're going to be. Hang on. See, now I was going to make a joke and now I can't. I need. <laughs> I don't have the prop that I need to make a joke. <laughs> oh, I'm really not. Now I'm really what sad. A bummer. I don't have the, the prop that I need to make this joke that I want to make. Um, oh man, that's that's really a bummer. I thought I. Had. I'm bummed too. I'm, I'm invested yeah, in this well, joke. The joke that I was going to make is that you know it's not like it's it's like they feel like even Rourke or like Scotty in that one Star Trek episode where like, Oh, a mouse, how quaint. Like he's picking up the mouse computer. Remember that one yes. episode of Star Trek? Am I, just, is it just me? You don't remember that? Oh, I do. Like they went to the I, past I because they it. had to save yeah. the whale. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It was, what was it? Was it, it was like the fourth movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he was at this place because he had to pick up, uh, something that could make a tank. Yeah. Yep. I remember. And, and and he was like, "Wait a minute, you don't have see-through aluminum yet." Yeah. And the guy's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Let me type in the formula for you, and or let me put the formula in." <laughs> the guy had a keyboard and a mouse because Scotty kept going computer, and yeah, it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't do anything. And the guy's yeah. like, "Captain." Have to use the mouse, and then Scotty picks up the mouse and puts it to his, his mouth and goes, "Computer." So it's like, <laughs> okay, that's hysterical. Yeah. So, um, oh god, the whales. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not. I it. We're not going to be that advanced to. I don't think in thirty or forty years to no. just. I mean, maybe that will not use keyboards at all, but I don't. I don't see that I, happening. again. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yep. I mean, it's been 30, okay. 40 years, 50 years since we've had computers, right. and we're still using keyboards. So, yeah. 
And we do have computers that, you know, work just by voice and, you know, and that sort of thing. But and that technology is going to get better and better. And it's not as though their their computers don't work that way. Right. It's just that some people prefer to use keyboard. Right. Yeah. And And what's wrong with that? Yeah, there's yeah, nothing they wrong use, with that. They use voice commands all the fucking time. Yeah, in this all series. the time. Yes. So I don't. You Maybe know. they don't want people to hear their fucking like way to, that they get around shit. Exactly. So they use they use the keyboard. Yes. So so yeah. so the takeaway here is this person is both pleased and displeased with this book. Pleased and displeased. It's no. it's somehow decide. not believable, but also believable. But also believable. Uh, so three stars. Three stars. There we go. Oh my. Uh, All right. So okay. three stars. <laughs> well, we glossed right over Eve betraying her principles and asking Rourke to break the law in order to affect the exact punishment she preferred, didn't we? Funny how she was willing to trash their marriage to prevent him from doing something similar when it was his word on the line, but now it's just a throwaway plot point in the final chapters. Hmm. I hope the next book is less all criminals are aiming to kill Eve Dallas in particular. Naturally, it would be such a coup. Focused. That's getting pretty played out. Also, doesn't Rourke have a job? He's been consulting on every case for like 18 books running. That said, I felt this was a pretty solid entry. The Feeny tension gave it some depth. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think those are job. at all similar situations. If she's no. if you're talking about divided, I think they're well, talking about divided. I yes. think so too. Yeah. And how is that situation at all similar? It's not. No, no. So I'm not sure what the point there's, there is. There's a difference between Rourke wanting to go and kill people mm-hmm. in cold blood. For revenge. For revenge. Then Eve saying, like, this guy shouldn't be able to get away with just murder. Get yeah. away with murder because he's dying and got a, a self termination order in place. So I don't understand that comparison. I just, yeah, I'm yeah. very confused I, by that comparison. And again, you know, I mean, we could have. She did that. She did it this way to be expedient. I think we could have gone the whole route of her, like we were talking about mm-hmm. in in the episode when we reviewed it. Her going to Rio and saying, "Is this legal?" And like, well, maybe not. There's a loophole. Blah blah. We could have done that. But yeah. Do you really want to do that at the end? I don't. No. 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 I no. would rather it be expedient and have her say to Rourke, "Like, get rid of this thing." And Rourke's like, "Okay, hey, done." Right. And have the guy get all pissed off. Right. Rather than saying we're we're gonna fight this, the end. That's like that would have yeah. been less satisfying. Oh yeah, in my opinion. Oh hundred percent. So so yeah, no, that does not make sense. So and you know I don't think that all the books are all criminals are aiming to kill Eve Dallas. I mean yeah, there's no, a handful no. of them that have well, gone and also Eve like in particular, but it's always also, been people she already put away or yeah. has already gone up against, like David Palmer and Juliana Dunn. Right, right. So here's here's the other thing about that is like once once Eve is like on their case and it's widely known that Eve is on the case of this murderer, why wouldn't that murderer want her? <laughs> like mm-hmm. why wouldn't they want yeah. to hurt her? Right. Yeah. That's the person that could potentially put them in, in a cage. 
Right. That's how, that's how that works. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's how that works. And yes, Rourke has a job. We see him going to that job a few times. Yes. He's very (laughs) wrapped up in police work, but still. Yeah. He's very stressed out. Leave him alone. Yeah. He's a fucking billionaire. And who the fuck are you? He's fine. Exactly. Anyway, is the next one mine? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Three stars. A good book. I've always loved Rourke, but his lack of faith in his wife is disappointing. Eve Dallas is a kick-ass bitch cop who can look after herself, and yet Rourke doubts her. Real disappointing. Love Galahad, and he always makes me wish I had a cat like him when I get my own place. Someone who gets me and my emotions. Know when to keep me company when I'm not sure of myself. Okay. I almost wonder if this is like a teenager or something. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So Somebody pretty young. We don't want to be too harsh on them. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but I feel like I don't understand. I don't understand that this idea that Rourke had any lack of faith in me. Because that's right. And that's why all. I put this one yeah. in, because... Obviously, it needs to be talked about. You know, yeah. this that person saying he's got a lack of faith, and that's not what. Mm-mm. No, that's not what his his problem with this was. I mean, the problem was. I mean, I, you know, he is invested because this guy is killing his people, and it's somebody that work or that Eve has already gone up against, and it's obviously weighing on her, and it's a brutal case for her. So he wants to be yeah. there. It's not that he has a lack of faith in her. So I don't really understand that idea. But I guess I could see it if you're looking at it from kind of an immature viewpoint, maybe. But sure. I'm just trying to think about um, what, what their argument was about. Their argument was about the fact that Eve knew. Eve knew that he was coming for her, not for right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's just lack of faith. I, I no. think it's more that he's, he's pissed afraid off for he her. didn't mention it. Well, pissed yeah. off that she didn't mention it, but I think that comes from fear. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fear absolutely. for her safety. Yeah. We said that in the show review or in the book review. Right. Yeah. So I, that, that's not a lack of faith necessarily. No, not at all. No. Rourke never shows a lack of faith in Eve ever. No, no. Yeah. Anytime he's like that, you know, it, it never comes from a place of being like, oh, she can't handle herself. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Even in this, even again, in this last book where he has very valid reasons to be worried about her. Right. He never has a lack of faith in her handling it. He knows she'll handle it. He's just worried about her handling it. Right. So, yeah. Well, and worried about, yeah, worried about what happens if the guy gets to her before they can and mm-hmm. they, you know, so the whole yeah, the whole thing is just fear on his part. So, okay. Not okay. the same. All right. Oh, shoot, that's me. Okay. Three stars. It astounds me that there are 25 in-death books so far not even considering the short stories and that they are all this addictive. 
It's, I can't think of another series I've read past eight or nine titles, let alone 20. The truth of it is that Rob's characters just get to you. I personally don't really care about the mysteries that much, and I'm happy not to try to figure them out and just enjoy the banter between the amazing cast that Rob has built up through the series. The characters grow, learn, and evolve in a way that is very dynamic. In this particular visit with Even Rourke and the whole gang, I will say that the mystery itself wasn't very mysterious, but was more of a ticking clock thriller and it played out well. Rob writes mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion well, and all the reactions ring true. You won't be let down with this installment. So why three stars? Yeah, I feel like they could have given it four stars. Yeah, I was thinking the same. This seems more like a four star review than a three. (laughs) But also, um, so it is a ticking clock thriller, and yeah, it's not a mystery. Kind of, I was kind of a a ding dong in that I didn't realize until we have talked we talked about this book after that yeah I, know. I messaged that was so funny. Sarah and that. Uh, Jen like, holy shit I'm so dumb I can't believe I didn't realize this <laughs> because the killer he disguised himself as Mr. Clock mm-hmm. and it just suddenly dawned on me after we had reviewed it that oh my god <laughs> you're right it's mr clock what and not just that it's a ticking clock thriller Mm -hmm. but that he was judging everybody by the clock yeah Mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a doofus no i never realized it either so you're fine Uh, yeah i didn't either yeah (laughs) yeah we were not going uh nope so you said it i was like like, oh then you said it and we were like oh what (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, Nora's a genius. I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah, just want to say that. I mean, yeah. How long so. have the, how long have the three of us been reading this series, and none of us picked up on that before? And yeah. then we were like, like twenty years later, we're like, well, what? Oh my god, what did that really happen? It's Mr. Clock, it's Mr. Clock. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that's oh, so shit. fucking brilliant. It is really brilliant. So, all right, Jen. I was, I was. Um, Hearing your voice when I put this next <laughs> one, one Yes. All right. Four stars. Creepy killer for sure. Enjoyable. Especially because there was no internal drama between even work. I'm still kind of pissed at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she's referring to innocent. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dumbass. God damn, it, <laughs> God damn it, Rourke. <laughs> We're, we were more. all still kind of pissed at him at this we point. We were all still yeah. kind of pissed at him. We agree. Yeah. So. We're kind of maybe still pissed at him now. So. <laughs> all right. Next one is me. Four stars. This book was a wild ride. When a serial killer from Dallas's past starts killing again, it is a race against the clock. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, to find the killer. jesus christ you could feel the desperation just rolling off everyone in this book even the unflappable rourke is harried and overworked trying to to catch this psycho i wish we saw a bit more peabody and her humor but there were no laugh breaks in this book no sarcastic exchanges just push and drive and a manhunt i love the fast-paced atmosphere 
and how they were looking past at past and present crimes to string everything together. Love the ending and how dramatic it was, keeping you on the edge of your seat. I love this series more and more. No sarcastic exchanges? Really? Yeah, I don't really agree with that. There were sarcastic exchanges. And we found everybody in your humor, I thought. Yeah, there were lots of funny moments in this book. Yeah. Which were nice because they needed to be. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, Ariel was, was, you know, Ariel a complete, was amazing. Yeah. She was fantastic. She was fantastic. That's why, so. that's why she got commendations last week. So. Yep. Okay. Tara. Okay. Four stars. This installment of the Eve Dallas saga was very well done. I liked seeing Rourke's emotions about working a case from start to finish and how he dealt with Eve being bait. I also enjoyed seeing how everyone got to help on the case. It really tied all the characters together for me. I didn't enjoy Eve's decision at the end of the book regarding the unsub. I felt it was a little too far off her moral compass to be believable. Still another enjoyable installation installment uh, in the series. I mean, oh. yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I think I we've said all we can say as far yeah. as yeah. Eve's decision because, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, Listen, this person, it our, our listeners this, know what they are. Right, it wasn't an immoral decision. No, right. Yeah. So. Listen, this person knows how to read a book and follow more yeah. than a few characters. Yeah, right. I like all the characters tied the tied characters. into for for yeah. this person. Oh my god, oh, it's amazing. You Somebody know, appreciates you know. the yeah. bullpen. So yeah. All right, yeah. Jen. All right, here we go, guys. Are you ready? Four stars. The one with the old case. Still, I mean, not as good as that other one, but still. Still I mean, pretty good. We, we need to try to figure out how to contact this person and say, hope we you don't really mind. We really do because every I, single one we of you fucking are. love their review. Every, <laughs> yeah, every week. I get excited when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is me. Four stars. I didn't enjoy this book due to some of the language. I don't understand why that's a four-star review. But thank you for the four-star review, despite Mm -hmm. the language. Yeah. Sorry that you didn't like the language. Clearly you liked something because you gave it four stars. Right. Or you don't know how this works. I don't know. Um, You don't. Get another person who doesn't understand how reviews work. Exactly. Uh, there's too many of them. So um, this oh. next one, Tara, I'm sorry. it was It's really long, but. Okay. Well, here we are. It's a five star. We're already at the five stars. Woo! Or we're finally at the five stars. Let's say that. Right. Five stars. Love this one. Loved it. But knowing Eve was supposed to be this monster's ultimate prize had me tense and worried. Like waiting for one of those horrible jump scares in a scary movie almost. And I hate scary movies. I was like, Eve never gets kidnapped. This isn't like that stuff I've read in the past where the supposedly badass heroine gets taken down by her own pride and hubris and kidnapped or tortured and abused in every other book. Yeah, happens often in paranormal or urban fantasies in the right or wrong series, even though I know that not that's not how it works here past experience for other series had me worried i mean at over 50 books i knew eve isn't getting killed but the up idea of 
anything new, adding more baggage to what she already carries around is enough. That had me worried and frustrated. But I loved how things played out. Now, I know we can't and won't have Rourke in this big a role part in her cases. I mean, he does have his world domination through business to continue on. But I loved having him around so much and especially loved him getting to get a better look at just all she does and all she goes through. Rourke really got to know her and her world in a way he had never he never had before and his understanding was able to deepen. Love that. I love how Eve was able to both lean on others and save herself. No TSTL heroines here. Gods, if only the H's from the series I loved. I'm assuming heroines. If only the heroines from some of the series I loved in the past could have been smart enough to know that they needed to lean on others and still bask in their own strength at the same time. Sorry, really trying not to get on the soapbox about how many writers will create a supposedly strong, badass heroine only to weigh her down with so much pride and hubris and the idea that she doesn't need anyone, she can do it all on her own. She becomes an idiot and a too stupid to live is what TSTL stands for, apparently. Yes, it Um, is. And is easily taken down and taken off to be used and hurt and abused. That somehow the heroine has to me taken and hurt and assaulted and then rescued to resolve the plot. That in order for a woman to be strong, she has to lean on her own strength more than anyone else's. It's BS and it's boring, but there you have it. And P.S. I'm not into girl crushes and such, but speaking of cool heroines, I just loved Ariel. I don't want to spoil for once, but she was such a badass in her way, and I loved her so much. Ariel, the badass baker, needs a story. Loved this. <laughs> yes. Well. Too stupid to live is one of my favorite acronyms. I use it often. <laughs> so, yeah, well, everyone knows that um, I hate acronyms. So yes, I know. Yeah, right. I have a really hard time with that, all of them. Um, this was a little difficult to read, um, it was, but yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, that was a really good, yeah. it was a really good read. After all of these people that are like, you know, oh, her husband just like, you know, right. there every step of the way and blah, blah. And this person understanding that it's because Eve knows that, you know, it's better to lean on other people for help, mm-hmm. you know, including yeah. Rourke. And that doesn't make yep. her any less of a badass to do that. Oh, no. Exactly, which is the entire point, people. I'm glad somebody right. gets it. This person yeah. clearly gets it. Clearly yeah. gets it. And I'm totally and we also love the Ariel, so. and the scary movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah Goran's doing the new Hellraiser reboot, and I'm like, oh, fuck you, dude. Yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, I posted on his Instagram today. I'm like, dude, seriously, rom-com, I'm begging you. And he's just like, he's like, he's like, no, I need to die. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fuck off, dude. <laughs> you know, um, he dies in everything lately. Okay. Like, stop well, it. Well, but the thing is, I mean, maybe rom-coms aren't interesting to him. Maybe he has They're not. And I get it. Been given just a like, rom-com that is interesting. But he's done like three horror movies in a row now. And I'm like, I just want to watch something maybe a year's without having to cover my eyes. Like, I want to watch something of yours again without having to cover my eyes 90% of the time, dude. For real. 
<laughs> no, I need to die. Fuck off. God damn you, Gorn business. All right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Five stars. Creation and Death is a wonderful addition to an already great series. I'd give it two more stars if I could. Getting to see how cops do the job from Rourke's perspective is fascinating. It's amazing how fresh this series is still. Whether you are only counting the full-size novels, 25, or add to the timeline the four novellas and the Roberts Rob combo book of Remember When to make it a series of 30 books with hopefully no end in sight, Rob, a.k.a. Nora, has created a rich cast of characters that continue to grow within themselves and in their relations with each other. Blend in the great cop stories and a fascinating look at one woman's idea of how life could be in a few decades, and you can't help but to keep coming back for more. Rob's storytelling makes you care about the people, be it laughing at some of the great one-liners or crying over shared pain. Even though I am a dyed-in-the-wool book reader, I also recommend the in-depth audiobooks with Susan Erickson as narrator. She does a great job with the voices and gets you caught up in the story, even if you've already read it. Yes, she does. Yes. All of that. And I appreciate somebody that instead of saying like, Nora knows nothing about what life's going to be like in 30 years. (laughs) can say something. One woman's perspective of what it's going to be like in the future. Exactly. Gee, imagine that. Was that, was that so difficult? I mean, (laughs) it didn't seem like it was that difficult for this reader, but I mean, clearly it's really difficult for some pointing out the growth Mm. that the characters have had. Oh my God. What? What? I didn't think they had any growth. What? Yeah. I'm so confused now. Yeah. Very confusing. That review is pleasing to me. (laughs) Well, that review is pleasing to me. It was tight I'm and so glad to hear that. <laughs> that was a tight review. It was pleasing. To me. It was a tight, pleasing review. Now that we've cleared that up. Oh, Jesus. So, next, next review, <laughs> which is probably going to be a little looser. Um, <laughs> okay. Five stars. Fantastic, incredible, perfect. Again, Rob brings back the characters we love with a new crime to solve. Rourke works more hands-on this time, getting a real picture of what cops do. He'd never been this in it before, and it was great to see him here and get his feel for what cops go through during an intense investigation. Arguments and fights between some of the more active characters make them appear more human and all the more believable. The plot was good. Not so many twists, but you get even more information and more of a feel about the perpetrator in this one. A better sense of the why. Although it wasn't complicated, I really loved how it all came down. Ariel was perfectly added as the last victim, and I'm glad Eve connected with her on some level. Although only a temporary character, I really hope to see her again in a future novel. What Eve asked Rourke to do, stepping over the line as she did, I wholeheartedly agree and would have done the same in her position. I won't go further into detail so it would spoil the ending, but I was more than glad of it. You'll understand what I mean when you read it. Well, 
apparently not because some people don't get it. Some, but, people, yeah. some people only read 40 pages into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and some people were displeased. Yeah. So, but I really like this review. Yeah, that's a great review. Too. Yeah. I like the ones yep. that are very, you know, that see all the things that we see. We love when people agree with us because we that's, do. Right. We're right. that's right. We're right. We're always right. Okay, the last one. Five dazzling Dallas stars. <laughs> oh my good God. I know I said the last one was my very, very, very favorite so far. By far. Christ Jesus, quoting the God himself, Rourke. That was a bloody good one. I'm missing listening to it already. There's only one thing for it. Next, please. <laughs> <laughs> next please that's cute (laughs) how fun like how fun is it when you're reading a series and you're like i'm just ready for like just i love the excitement of this review just like okay i loved it let's do another one let's go i i I like right yeah i thought the last one was good but this one was even better this was just a nice little uh energetic boost to all of these reviews yeah i like it so okay, that's it for all of our reviews. Those were fun. And they were really fun. As needed. Yeah. They were exactly what we needed them to be. <laughs> and some were exactly what we didn't need, but yep. we read them anyway. But, yep. Because <laughs> we like judging other people. That's and right. That they're wrong. That's all right. Fine. So I guess we uh, go to podcast business. Yep. Cool. Let's do it. Um, I don't have podcast business, so. Oh, oh, oh. all right. No podcast business this time. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> we really don't have anything this week. Not much happened. So, um, mm, and I don't think okay. much happened on Facebook. I mean, last week we talked about all of our Facebook discussions. and Yeah. Um, more I think, hot dog posts. I, I think and- Quincy is poor, poor girl's losing her mind because, yeah, she's followed around by hot dog posts constantly. Make it stop, please. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, she dogs. also she also posted something about jetpacks. So, oh yeah, she posted a yep. uh, video of uh, a, video a working jetpack. Jet yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, Nisi says, important. "I think the novelty just wore off by Dallas's time. They just weren't iced." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, um, so so um guys if you're having issues with how to work discord let us know we can walk you through how to do it it's pretty easy once you get there so um i know a lot yeah. of people are like i don't know what to do and that's okay i'm just being honest i haven't really like tried to do much with it like yeah. if i wasn't getting it right away um i was like oh, i'll come back to this right right yeah. and that's fine or you know right. what if it's not your thing just keep posting on facebook we we check all yeah. the social medias oh. so it's no big deal you don't have to be in the discord group it's just kind of a fun space and it's completely <laughs> private it's and it's not monitored by the facebook nazis so um you know you can say whatever the hell you want in there right so 
Yeah, that's know, pretty cool. You know, if you yeah. if you want to say you want to throat punch one of the fictional characters, Discord isn't going to give you a seven day banishment. <laughs> because that so literally can, happened to me. You can talk about throat punching all you want. I said I wanted That's to right. punch a fictional character and got banned for seven days. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. So. Ridiculous. Anyway, so um, upcoming for us, uh, next yes. episode is going to be our interview with Michelle Kenyon. Yeah. Um, one of our I'm listeners. Excited. And we're going <laughs> to talk about um, Eve's <clears throat> issue with electronics. Technology. Yeah. Technology in general. Um, so there's that. Um, I did have a little discussion, not necessarily a little discussion, but somebody mentioned on Facebook about, um, doing not Facebook, but Instagram, I can't remember who it was. Sorry about, I think it's Jamie's illustrations mentioned about, have we ever done, uh, even Rourke's, uh, astrological signs talked about that. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. um, Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, and I and I um, told her that we hadn't, but we did uh, on our briefing room talk about Eve's Enneagram type. We did, and mm-hmm. um, recently we recorded kind of an emergency episode that we talk about Rourke's Enneagram type, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I would really like to hear how you know what those ended up being." And um, so all I could say to you is that um, it may be that we we talked about one time replaying the episode where we talk about Eve's Enneagram type. Mm-hmm. We might do that for the regular show at some point. Yeah. And um, like I said, the, the other one we recorded is kind of our emergency just in case yep. we can't, you know, so, <laughs> just in case so we you can't. will hear those at some point. At so some just point. Know that that's coming up, you know, um, well, we just don't know when we, we just, just don't, don't know, when. know when it'll be uh, a surprise for all of you. <laughs> so um i think that's it yeah unless either of you have anything else to talk about no i don't have anything do not okay so um I, I also you know along with discord we have all of our other social medias facebook instagram yep, facebook, twitter twitter instagram look for podcasts and death uh go to our website www.podcastanddeath.com uh, send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com or call the number 205-476-2753 and that spells out 205 Indeed. And I guess that's it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. I'm Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. 
Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slotchitude.